I've been I've been researching, I've been pondering what this GBTC, this Grayscale Investment Trust uh, for Bitcoin actually is, and does it make sense? And what rights as a beneficial um, beneficiary of this trust actually give you? Does it make sense that shares that represent beneficiary interest in this trust, does it make sense that you would trade that on the public market? Uh, and I, I guess, um, is it really public? Uh, it's public in the sense that they allow non-accredited investors to buy it, but it still exists on this over-the-counter. Um, it's not an exchange. You can't call it an exchange. It's basically just a listing service that allows peer-to-peer transactions of this uh, of the shares um, to basically create uh, to, for people to be able to find each other uh, to transact. But it technically, it's not an exchange. It's just a listing service. Uh, and it's, I don't completely understand how it works, but apparently, you know, your broker basically talks to other brokers and I guess they're um, listing out recent um, prices. So it's kind of counterintuitive because like over the counter, you think that, well, it's not, they're not, you know, it's private sales. You don't have to uh, tell the market based, tell the public what it is you um, sold it for or bought it at. So it's just very interesting, this concept that there's an over-the-counter um, uh, market that sort of um, aggregates these these recent, I guess, prices at which this product, GBTC, essentially was sold, but still on a peer-to-peer basis. But a lot of people have been talking about um, GBTC because, you know, the, the Grayscale um, organization that basically sponsors this product and is the grantor of this product, and I, I, I believe is also the trustee of this product, um, they're making waves that they want to convert it to a Bitcoin ETF. But why, what is the difference between what Bitcoin, um, this Grayscale Bitcoin Trust is now and what they want it to become? Well, um, let's just start off with what it is now. And I've been doing more, I've been doing a little bit of research. I haven't read all of the uh, legal filings or anything. So this is a lot of just me speculating. Don't um, believe anything that I say. Go do your own research. I'm just basically trying to do a summary of my own research and where I am in my understanding uh, of this product. So my current understanding of the product is that it's a grantor trust. Um, it's a Delaware statutory trust um, vehicle that basically, if you look up trusts, there's all these different types of trusts. This is a grantor trust. Um, the grantor basically is the sponsor, the person that created it. Uh, the, the beneficiary is basically the people that have a beneficiary uh, right um, to this trust. Uh, but I don't know if there's actually a fiduciary duty for the trustee or the grantor to actually act in the interest of a beneficial owner. Now, beneficial owner is not the right word, just beneficiary. So assets are assets live in this trust. Bitcoin lives in this trust. But the beneficiary doesn't actually own this Bitcoin. I think in all trusts, all, uh, doesn't matter the type, all trusts, they basically hand over ownership to someone else. And um, they're passive. Um, so anyone who, who 
claims that they have a beneficiary um, relationship to a trust, basically gives up ownership uh, title to the assets in this trust, and the beneficiary, who's represented by a sh- uh, like a share, but it's really just an interest, um, uh, basically just has this passive um, uh, claim on um, basically a right to, I guess, sell their interest to someone else. That's that's the only right I think that GBTC gives the beneficial own- people. Not going to call them owners because they don't own it. Now, <coughs> you know, with a stock, um, there's all kinds of differences with stocks. You, the people that run it, the publicly traded company, a board, they have fiduciary duty to um, to act in the best interest of shareholders. Shareholders technically own uh, the company. That's very different with the GBTC style trust. I, again, I don't know about the fiduciary duty. I don't even know if that exists, but you don't own anything. All you have is this share, this interest that says that you are a beneficial owner and then can sell this to someone else. Um, so the the beneficiary doesn't own it, doesn't own the underlying Bitcoin, and doesn't own doesn't own it, and they don't even control, they do not control um, the assets inside the trust. The control is reserved to the grantor. Basically, Grayscale controls it. And I read somewhere, I read somewhere that, um, and I have to go back and, and I haven't found evidence of this, but I read in an article that in like 2013, no, 2017, uh, they basically voted to um, uh, not allow the beneficiaries of the GBTC to kick out Grayscale or to vote for like a new trustee or vote for a new grantor. Um, so that was apparently in 2017. I don't know if it's true, but I did read it in an article. Um, that's interesting to me. Uh, so what can you do? If, if, if the only thing you can do is resell your, your shares, um, you have to hope that this GBTC actually tracks the price of Bitcoin, which clearly it doesn't. But, but why doesn't it? And, why, and this gets to the heart of why Grayscale wants to convert it to an ETF. Um, because of the structure of the product and because it's listed on OTC and not um, an exchange and it, they didn't have to basically like submit or or, or uh, they didn't have to um, uh, file with the SEC to the extent that it would take to get listed on a on a on a normal uh, public market exchange like uh, the NASDAQ or something. Um, they 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 basically made some disclosures. Yes. But think of it as like a lower standard. Um, so with when they filed initially, I guess with the SEC, they told them, "Hey, we're going to list this product publicly, meaning retail can come in, but we're 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 going to abide, we're going to have an exception for ourselves, um, and we're going to do OTC." So the exception is like um, you can list securities for sale, the basically the interest and in this um, trust for sale to retail traders who are non-accredited um, if you follow some certain rules. And this, this, this exception was that, you know, they have to, uh, the people that um, participated in the private placement, the accredited investors initially when they created this product, um, you know, uh, they, they, uh, they could only sell to accredited. And then when they, they wanted to list on OTC and get, you know, basically go public kind of, they had to uh, have a lockup period. For these people, which is a lockup period 
until they can sell their interest in uh, the trust to retail. Um, that's just one of the rules. And so they, they followed that rule. Um, uh, yeah. And, and they, you know, I think that, so there's one or two ways at which this trust got started. Um, and accredited investors e- either gave Grayscale dollars. Grayscale then went and bought Bitcoin at the current price, gave them uh, beneficial uh, shares. Or the uh, accredited investor sent the Bitcoin, right? Sent the Bitcoin just directly because they already owned it, maybe. And then they got the beneficial shares in, in, um, in return. So there's two ways that they, they could have created this product. Um, now, in the beginning, when they create shares, uh, they say they're going to buy Bitcoin with it. Uh, you can assume that, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's tracking Bitcoin because they're buying shares and this represents the current price of Bitcoin in the market or they're being given Bitcoin, right? Uh, so it makes sense. But as time goes on, Grayscale got in trouble for this. They, they started redeeming, uh, while they were also creating, um, new shares. And apparently this is against like rule M. This is something that you can only do if you are fight, you know, have you have uh, stringent filings with the SEC uh, and you are basically um, listing on like a big exchange that the SEC uh, has regulatory authority over. So they said, hey, you're not listed here. You can't do this. You're violating this rule. So stop. So they did. But what happens when um, you can't redeem as you create? Well, the price of GBTC will drift away from the price of Bitcoin. And uh, it's not that they can't redeem. Technically, Grayscale just can't redeem while they are also creating. So at any moment in time, as far as my understanding goes, uh, Grayscale can actually um, redeem. They just choose not to. And I'm going to pause it here and pick it up in a bit.